Hi, I'm Jake Parker with the What's Your Story podcast. Here I talk with my guests about their life experiences as well as current and long-term goals and what gets them through the ups and downs. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, and if you don't already, follow my Instagram account at jparkerfitlife for actionable tips daily to live a healthier lifestyle and for access to my YouTube and blog. Enjoy the show. Hi, guys. This is Jake Parker on the What's Your Story podcast. I have Algin here. Um, he is, he is um, on Instagram. His page is called Physique. And so I'll let him go ahead and give a little bit of an introduction about himself on his end. Absolutely. Thanks for having me in the podcast, first of all. I am Elgin. I'm the owner of Physique, the Instagram page where you see uh, exercises shown in and made available for everyone for understanding. So it's kind of a virtual personal training in a sense uh, where you can learn to execute uh, exercises for training. I'm a certified personal trainer and at the moment I'm an online coach and I do that just online. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. And you are living in Italy, correct? Yes. I live in Italy. I'm in Rome. Okay. And, yeah. and so where are most of your clients located at? Honestly, they're really around the world. So mm -hmm. I got uh, somebody in Thailand. I got in Dubai. I got in the US. I got in Europe. So I wouldn't be able to tell you where most yeah. are located. They're just around the globe. So are these all people that have reached out to you online then, I'm guessing? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's been mostly through Instagram, but I used to do this also before I did the Instagram thing. Yeah. So I was one already uh, back in the years doing it on Facebook. Okay. That's when I started. And then I found uh, a way to promote myself through Instagram with the drawings and the page. Okay. So how did you get started with that initially? Where did the idea come from? And is your, your background is in art, I believe, if I'm correct? Honestly, no. no. I'm an artist just because I like drawing. Okay. And since my biggest passions were drawing and fitness, one day, randomly, I never go through the app store, but one day, I don't know, my finger just slipped into it yeah and open up the the app store page and i found like this app with which was sketches back in the days uh around two years ago and i downloaded it just to see whether uh the app were developed enough where the fingers could actually draw uh like in paper for instance yeah. so i started playing around with it and i actually found it cool because it worked just like i would want it to work Mm -hmm. I don't, and someday I was like, okay, I like fitness and I like drawing. Let's see uh, what happens if I mix both. And that's when I started. I started out with some sketches just to kind of try it out. But it picked up so fast, I guess, mm -hmm. because there was nobody doing it uh, on Instagram. So, and probably also because I made it so easy to understand, yeah. which is my goal. And that's where followers started uh, coming and growing. Yes, yeah, so you have, I believe, about 400,000 followers now. So when did you see a big uh, spurt of growth? Was it 
initially you you had a big growth period right away or was there a certain point where it kind of took off or just sort of gradual honestly it's always been gradual like it picked up very fast at the beginning like within weeks um i can't remember exactly but i i believe i started around 400 followers like everybody i guess mm-hmm. most people have that amount but then i was making about uh, 1000 followers per day after a week when i started drawing and that's been uh based on estimations basically how much uh, growth i've had on my page in mm-hmm. the last year or so yeah yeah absolutely so how have you handled that did you always envision that it could grow this big i'm guessing it was somewhat of a surprise at first considering it was just sort of a spur of the moment idea absolutely i i, w- I never expected to grow this much honestly mm-hmm. because uh, i don't know i just couldn't imagine that i would grow this much mm-hmm. just out of the drawings like i would see people uh on instagram with big pages sharing stuff and i was like i know this myself too but i would never actually think that i would get this big mm-hmm. but yeah i figured out a way to simplify things i guess that's my biggest thing yeah um simplifying uh complex arguments and make them achievable for everybody mm-hmm. and i guess that's together with the drawing component made my page stand out in a sense yeah so now that i'm sure you're getting busier all the time how do you find time to come up with these sketches and then more importantly how do you find ways to communicate them in a new way and you know keep you're always putting out new content so how are some of the ways you're able to do that yeah um I'm very uh I would say I'm a very kind of disorganized person mm-hmm. just because I'm not the type of person who has a strict schedule. I mean, I do have it in my head, mm-hmm. but then I kind of tend to slack uh on some things, so work gets pushed away from what I should be doing it. Mm-hmm. But in uh I would say that yeah, I spend most of my time drawing and obviously working with my clients. but i also spend time studying and doing my research and also writing uh projects that i'm working on at the moment but i would say from the moment uh when i wake up until lunchtime i typically draw and uh the ideas they come randomly mm-hmm. so whatever time of the day if i can think of something i just write it down on the notes so that i keep a journal on what i could be drawing or maybe even just comments or dms from people that want to see mm-hmm. something and i find it interesting then i would make a post on that mhm yeah how important would you say uh you see engagement as being do you try to engage with your followers as much as possible and is that part of the yeah. uh, attribution for your growth absolutely i guess that's the most important thing because how do you expect how do you expect a page to grow i mean your page to grow mm-hmm. if you're not giving people a reason for you to follow mhm so i think i, I don't want to say that you kind of owe your growth to them yeah because it's not like you owe something but still you want to be grateful for people following so you want to help them mhm i would say that engagement is extremely important and those who 
uh, have big pages and don't answer DMs or comments are really missing out. Mm -hmm. I personally answer most my DMs when possible. I think I got like missing around 30 to 60, I believe. So yeah, I'm very active there as well. Yeah. And comments every day. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, Instagram is just such a big hub right now. It's, I would say it's probably one of the, if not the biggest social media platform. Do you ever get people asking for advice for how to manage social media? And in addition to that, what sort of things would you tell people about if they want to grow their social following? I would say that, <clears throat> yes, I have uh, many people asking me how to grow a page mostly. And my typical advice is you want to you wanna be uh, somebody that stands out, meaning that if you're producing content that's copying somebody else, then I don't see the value in it because you're just doing what, are, what the other person is doing. Mm -hmm. So why should I be following you instead of that person mm -hmm. who's done it first? So I think originality is the most important thing. Then you want to be good at what you do. Be knowledgeable about it because it's not like a one-hit wonder that you do a post, it goes viral, and then you don't know what to talk about. So you want to find that niche uh, in which you're good at, which you're passionate about, passionate about, and that you can talk about um, in your own way. So you want to be original. Uh, you want to have your own twist to that mm -hmm. argument. And yeah, and engagement, of course. Mm -hmm. You want to be grateful for people coming to your page, following and commenting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of pages out there that you can kind of go to and get the same thing, but you're definitely right. I think the people that r truly find success are the ones that are doing something just a little different. Like you said, just finding your niche, like for you, you know, not, not too many yes. people probably have the common interest in drawing and fitness. And so you really made that your thing. Exactly. I agree. So my other question now, um, going back to the fact that you're in Italy, having clients all over the globe, how do you manage different cultural dynamics uh, in the sense that, you know, there's different views on nutrition and exercise in different places. And there's, you know, I mean, it, places are so different. And so how, how are you able to manage that for your clients and for yourself? So first of all, I, I'm a big uh, guy on I would say flexible dieting and if uh -huh. it fits your macros. So, and obviously I'm not a registered dietitian, so I'm not even, I'm not even able to provide meal plans for uh -huh. the nutritional part. So I teach people and give advice on nutrition, teaching them uh, how to lose body fat, how to gain muscle, what are the principles behind that and how that works based on whatever culture we're working with. Uh -huh. So it's not necessarily about the type of food that, that people are consuming, but the quantities, which is what you need to educate people for. Then they learn how to manage that and get the results that they're working for. Then obviously for the training part, you wanna be um, open uh, with the client. You wanna know their background. You wanna know what uh, was their, their previous experience with training, if they've had one. And then you create a program that suits uh, their needs. Uh, whether they've had injuries, you want to work around that and understanding what caused the injuries and how to overcome them. And obviously we're all different. So yeah, but in a sense, I would say that training uh, can be 
performed by everybody. If we're talking about healthy people, uh, for the most part, no matter the culture, as long as they're, as they're healthy, they're more likely going to be able to do X, Y, Z exercises. If they cannot, then that's when my page comes into play because I obviously teach the exercises as well yep. during my course. So what I do is if people are, let's say, not able to do uh, a squat, I would let them record the exercise and then I would point out the mistakes if there are any. Plus, I would link the images to make people understand what I'm talking about better. And that's, I think, a plus in a sense because mm -hmm. I've created so much content that I'm basically able to point out every detail for any exercise, basically. So uh, are there many kind of going even away from the exercise and nutrition part, are there many similarities or differences or interesting things you've noticed with working with people in different cultures? Um, not particularly, uh, besides the time, mm -hmm. <laughs> since we have our differences. So, uh, but yeah. Mm. Everyone's kind of like, really... everyone's, everyone's sort of able to follow these, these base measures exactly. that we know are, are going to be effective. Yes, we base everything off of results. So mm -hmm. if you have questions, I would answer them. But I don't really uh, tend to get too personal. And so, no, I, I wouldn't say that culture makes too much of a difference mm -hmm. unless uh, the environment is kind of structuring the daily routine of that person. Mm -hmm. In that case, I would like to know more about it so that we can structure uh, the program based off of that. But until now, I haven't found something that is really uh, has so much affection to it. Mm -hmm. So no, I wouldn't say so. So do you have um, anyone who gives you advice for your page or do you have a mentor of sorts or is there some sort of advice you come back to? It seems like you're very much independent and entrepreneurial on your own, but is there anyone else that's there for you in that aspect? Good question. Um, and it's funny because there are many people who actually refer to my page as to follow these people mm -hmm. because they had great advice. But in reality, it's just me and it's always been just me. Mm -hmm. I create every single post. I draw it myself and I do the caption. I do the research. I do everything on my own. So, yeah, um, very entrepreneurial. And no, there is no mentor behind it. Uh, it's just me and trying and learning as I go, uh, what to produce, what type of content to produce, what people tend to like more and testing, obviously. Mm -hmm. Would you say that your passion carries you a long way in being able to produce content day after day and be able to keep up with all the things that you need to do for your business? Absolutely. I think so because, uh, I, uh, it's not about running, uh, on motivation because at the end of the day, I don't do what I do because I want to reach uh, X amount of followers or X mm -hmm. amount of likes. That doesn't matter. What matters is that you get people thanking you for what you're doing, which is uh, the reason why I started this all. Like every message that I get that compliments my work and says, thank you, you've um, helped me uh, do this exercise better. I don't feel any pain when doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's the whole goal. That's yeah. what you run on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, 
passion will definitely help. And I would say feedback as well, because mm-hmm. obviously I would lie if I would say that I don't care about what people say about it, yeah. because I obviously do. But yeah, passion carries over because there are always going to be ups and downs on whatever you do. But as long as you're passionate about it, you will keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's and eventually it's, you will uh, make it in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely are very internally motivated. But being a product of you know serving to other people, you do have to take into account in some aspect how, what they think about your work and the feedback they Absolutely. give you. I'm sure that it's it's kind of a balancing act to not get too caught up in that because that could also be detrimental. But I think you yeah. do have to factor in um, you know what people are, are are commenting about your work. Absolutely. Yeah, I read every single one of them and I I don't say I wouldn't say that every single comment is positive, but I would say around 90 to 95% of the time that's what happens. Yeah. So, the feedback is positive and that fuels me on continuing it. Yeah. But passion uh is the number one thing. Yeah. So, something else I'm curious about, you obviously are doing very well on Instagram and that's your main platform. But do you ever think about uh, a time when Instagram will become less popular and do you ever sort of consider what the next step would be in your business? And on top of that, just, you know, where's the world going as far as what's going to be the next thing? You know, the internet Mm -hmm. is always evolving. And so is that something you think about often? Yes, I do. And uh, yeah, it's something I factored in. And honestly, I know that I'm missing out because I'm not on every social media, but Mm -hmm. it's just because since I'm alone, I don't really uh, find, I wouldn't say that I don't find the time, but business wise, I would say that I'm working on projects that are going to be independent Mm -hmm. from Instagram. Although the, the promotion is obviously going to be through that. Uh, If Instagram uh, would die, then I would say that, it's really up to me to find another way to uh, create something from nothing. And again, yeah, yeah. but at this point, I think my drawings are famous. I wouldn't, I would say mm-hmm. so yeah. people would be able to recognize them and maybe associate whatever platform comes next and maybe follow for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've so, definitely, you definitely built a brand in that aspect where, you have something that's so unique and individual that people can point it out, like you say. And I think that that would be one huge aspect of you um, transitioning or, you know, translating into other, other markets and areas. Yes. But yeah, I mean, um, as as I said, I'm learning as well. So I, I don't have uh, the biggest plans. Like I know where I'm headed, but I still need to make mistakes myself to learn Mm -hmm. what to do. And yeah, I'm I'm new as well in the business market and Instagram thing too, because it's not like I was born with it. I Mm kind of made it in two years, but it's not like I knew already. So yeah, I'm just experiencing it and leaving it as I go, uh, Mm -hmm. making mistakes and learning from them and moving on. So yeah. Yeah, I'm, I have some projects and I want to see and test them and see how they go. And based off of that, I can either create more and build a bigger brand or just find new things and make them work. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're winding down here. I have one last question I like to ask on the podcast. 
That is. So years down the road, when you look back and get a chance to reflect on your life, what sort of story uh, do you want to be about your life? Uh, What sort of story do you want to be able to tell? And what sort of story do you hope others tell about you? I would like to be able to uh, be known for something positive that I bring to humanity, in a Mm -hmm. sense. I would love fitness to become something very easy easy and achievable for everybody Mm -hmm. so i always said uh my posts are great if my grandma understands them yeah that's good (laughs) because you know grandmas uh, are not probably the most uh, knowledgeable about that field i wouldn't say everybody but mine so if those make sense for my grandma i would say then that's perfect not because i think that people are stupid that's not absolutely not the meaning but I like things to be simplified simply because uh, I've always kind of craved a simplified version of fitness because when I was younger, I would ask people, but the answer would be so complicated Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't understand it. And I was like, why don't they just give me the truth? And that's it. And that's what I've always focused on. I want to be that guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they, you know, the old saying is a picture's worth a thousand words. So you, you got that down for sure. <laughs> I would say so. Hopefully. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today. Uh, do you want to go thanks ahead and remind people where they can find you and check out your work? Absolutely. So I have my Instagram page at physique, P-H-E-A-S-Y-Q-U-E, which is basically a twist in the word physique and easy. So it's how to build a physique easily, basically. Mm-hmm. And I got my own website, which is physique.com, where I have uh, blog posts, which I haven't updated, but the ones that are there are great. So if you want to have a read on fat loss, nutrition, and so on, you can go there. And I got my online coaching, if people want to join it, uh, where I basically teach exercises and do my own programming for everybody. And I coach them on nutrition as well. And that's basically it. If you have questions, you can DM me, email me, or whatever. I will always answer them. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today, and hopefully we'll see you on the podcast again. Thank you. This has been the What's Your Story podcast for Monday, April 1st. If you like the show, please subscribe, uh, share with family and friends, and leave me a review. I really appreciate any and all feedback. Thanks.